0: really good to have you all here in the building and with us at home as well today for this Good Friday. We started the service at the end of the story, the final eternal end when Jesus the Lamb who was slain will be worshipped at the end of time into eternity. He is worthy. And we focus on the events of the cross today, knowing the end of the story. Sunday is coming. We know that a death leads to a resurrection. But as we look to the eternal end, and as we glance ahead to what we know of Sunday, I want to just rewind one stage further and enable us to sit here just for a few minutes. One interesting thing about the cross and the resurrection is that it is a three-day story. We're going to wake up tomorrow having reflected on the cross, having thought about Jesus' sacrifice here today, and it won't be Easter Sunday yet. There's another day in between. The world around us will get up tomorrow and get on as normal. People will be rushing to the supermarket for their last minute eggs, to collect their legs of lamb for Sunday dinner. But for us as Christians, what do we do with this day in between? We kind of know what to do today, that's why we're here. I focus on the cross. We know what to do, we know what to think about on Good Friday. And we know what to do on Sunday, the day of hope and celebration. But what about Saturday? What about the day in between? The day where nothing happens. The day sandwiched in between the days when everything happened. There's only been one day in the last 2,000 years where not one person on the earth believed that Jesus was alive. This in-between day. The Bible is full of Friday and Sunday, but we're told very little about Saturday. The only detail given is about guards being posted to watch the tomb, Matthew 27. The next day, the one after preparation day, Pilate answered, go and make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting the guard. Jesus had said he was going to rise on the third day, so the order was given to secure the tomb until the third day in case any of his followers came to steal the body. I wonder why there is a Saturday doesn't really seem to further the storyline at all. If God the Father's plan was for Jesus to die and then be resurrected, why wait? Why spread two events over three days? Interestingly, the Old Testament scriptures are filled with three-day stories, When Abraham is afraid he's going to have to sacrifice Isaac, he sees the sacrifice that's going to save his son's life on the third day. Joseph's brothers get put in prison, and they're released on the third day. When Esther hears that her people are going to be killed, she goes away to fast and pray. She's received favorably by the king on the third day. Israelite spies are told by Rahab to hide from their enemies, And then they'll be safe on the third day. In all of those stories, a rescue is going to happen. Safety and answer is coming, but not the next day. Deliverance is not immediate. In God's economy, there is something necessary about the in-between. I don't know if you've ever waited at any point to be rescued. I've broken down in the car a couple of times and waited for the AA to rescue me. One of the best decisions in my life today, joining the AA. Other breakdown services are available. And it's felt like a long time of waiting, even when it's actually just a couple of hours. If you were queuing stuck at uh, Dover in a car or a coach last weekend to get to France, I imagine that day of waiting was a very long day. I rang the alarm in a lift once when I was stuck. I panicked because the doors didn't open, so I pressed the emergency alarm. Now, I say that I was stuck. What actually happened was that I got in at ground level and the doors closed behind me, and I forgot to press level two. (laughs) So the doors closed, and I thought I'd gone up, but actually I was just stationary at ground floor in a lift with the doors closed. Now, I didn't need rescuing on that occasion. While I was waiting for uh, the emergency call to be answered, someone else pressed the button and got in the lift to my surprise. (laughs) My pride needed rescuing, if nothing else. Jesus' followers had been with him for three years. They had hopes and dreams, and they were going to change the world. And now, it is Saturday. And there is no hope in their minds of rescue or deliverance. How did that Saturday feel to them? The horror of Good Friday had passed, but the hope of Easter Sunday was nowhere to be seen. Just the non-event of this nameless in-between day. A dead man in a tomb. Pain and disappointment. The problem with third day stories is that you don't know it's the third day until the third day. For the disciples, Saturday was hopeless because they had no idea about Sunday. Now we know how the story ends. We know the end end, and we know the Sunday end. But actually for us all, we live sometimes in that in-between day In the widest sense, we live in the now but the not yet of the kingdom. Jesus has come. Forgiveness is here. Salvation is free. But he won't come again until his fullness. And we face that final enemy of death. Things will not be put right until Jesus comes again. Then we will sing, he is worthy, the lamb who was slain. There's something in between for every believer, knowing that our heart's true home is with him but that we're not there yet. Sometimes the reality of Saturday is very real in our own lives too. Grappling with unanswered prayer, wrestling with disappointment and pain, wondering where God is. I said that Saturday is the day where nothing happens. That's not quite true. Silence happens on Saturday and choices are presented on Saturday. After the nightmare of Friday, what do Jesus followers do the next day when they wake up? Well, I'm guessing that they remember. That's what we do when someone's died, isn't it? We get together and we replay old memories. We remember what someone said and what they did. What do we do on the Saturdays in our lives? There are some choices presented to us in that silent place we can choose despair we can choose denial pretend it's not there refuse to believe it not deal with it but there is another option we can choose to remember and we can choose to wait to remember him what he said and what he did and to wait for him, and to trust that deliverance and rescue might not be coming that day, but it is coming. There's something important about the in-between day of waiting, not rushing straight to that third day. Oscar Romero, a martyred bishop in the Catholic Church, said this, there are many things that can only be seen through eyes that have cried. Rescue is coming, and we will see it differently because of our experience of Saturday. The disciples' experience of the horror of seeing Jesus crucified and that day of waiting would change them forever. We might not have written the script in that way, but in God's economy, a three-day story was all a part of the plan. So let's not leave here and then go into neutral until the celebration on Sunday Let's keep reflecting on the wonder of the cross as that beautiful song said to us, nothing to be bought, nothing to be sold, a gift that's free. And where do we sit with this beautiful mystery? Let's sit with his sacrifice today and let's sit in Saturday tomorrow. It is a three-day story for a reason. From a human point of view, we think of the miraculous day as Sunday, but maybe a great miracle is happening on Saturday too. The miracle of Sunday is that a dead man lives. The miracle of Saturday is that the eternal son of God lies dead. He dies, he lays in the tomb, for the whole of that day. We choose to remember, we choose to trust, and we choose to wait.